It's a bop. It's a bop. This is Josh Davies music. Oh, it's a bop. It's a bop. Hey guys, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mary and Martha podcast where we gather weekly to concentrate, commune, contemplate, and celebrate how God's word guides us on how to live empowered and purpose-filled lives. My name is Christina. And my name is Keisha. And I'm so excited to have you here with us for yet another week. For those of you who are unaware, um, um, despite our wonderful person sitting next to us, Jesus' favorite people was women. (laughs) Don't let anybody tell you any different. Because when you look at his actions and interactions, it pretty much reflected that women are the bomb, we're dignified, we're worthy, and we're qualified to walk in the glory that he placed before us. And so Jesus saw the worth in every single woman. We see that in every single one of you. We see that in each other. We see that Mm -hmm. in the mirror. And so that's the intention that we build upon in this space that we like to call Michelle Obama's Internet. Yeah. So welcome to the blackest Christianist show (laughs) on On iTunes. Yeah. So you can come hang out out with us every Thursday. You can come hang out with us as well on Instagram at Mary Martha Podcast. Email us at Mary Martha Podcast at gmail.com or come and visit us on the web www.MaryMarthaPodcast.com. Also remember, like and subscribe. That is the way that you can get this podcast out to the masses because you are doing ministry when you are spreading the word of God. So um, we do have a church announcement today. We do? We do. We have a special someone in oh, the that's building. Our yes, 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 yes. yes. Bam, 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 bam. Oh, so God. <laughs> I love Excuse doing me. that. Can I, can I do the church <laughs> announcements, please? Okay. First of all, first of all, um, in one of our church announcements, we want to do a shout out to uh, Pastor Keith Battle of Zion because we were on his podcast. Yes, we were. We had a good time chopping it up and guys, Christina talked so much. That's a oh, lot my in the pits of hell. So let me just tell y'all uh, yes, Reverend Morgan definitely so got on her AME. So anyway, so we're going to introduce um, <laughs> today's guest, <laughs> Matt Pasta, um, Pastor Keith Battle. Pastor Battle is an amazing man of God. Let me just tell y'all, um, I've been going to Zion personally since 2004, um, back when we were on Mercantile Lane. Um, I met my wonderful husband at Zion Church when he was the worship leader looking all cute singing to Jesus. All so. Right. I have Pastor Battle to thank thank for my marriage. Um, Pastor Battle is a husband to Lady Vicky Battle, my first lady. Hey, girl. And um, he is the father to our producer, Asha Battle. Y'all be here on the podcast. Say hey, Asha. Hey, (laughs) y'all. And also, Asa and Kendall, his two sons. So, oh, and my best friend. He's uh, the grandfather to my bestie, Carson. The grandfather to our AP. Yeah, our assistant producer. Also, Past Battle has two amazing books out. One is Grace for the Broken. Does it have a subtitle? Second Chance, Grace for the Broken. There we go. Second Chance, Grace for the Broken. And the second one, Side Chickology. Why do men and women cheat? Mm-hmm. Hey, I got it right. Did. Uh, say Everybody say hi. You title correctly. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Mm. I'm proud of you. Everybody say hi to Pastor Keith I'm Battle. I'm former uh, Hello. president of the bar. <laughs> Of the uh, Jasper's Bar. Yeah, you gotta listen to to his podcast. The Tiger uh, Wings. Get the joke. Jasper's, what do you, Happy Hour Bar. The Tiger Wings? Tiger Wings bomb. Oh, really? I don't know. I know y'all broke a record on the Keep Battle podcast. (laughs) It's the longest podcast. (laughs) 
in our history. <laughs> no, for you know, I would, I would just like, I would just like to say that podcasts go the pace of the podcast host. Ooh. So that's that's all. Wow. I'm, that's all I'm going to say right well, here. Hey, <laughs> My that. name has been thrown under the bus. Of <laughs> time, we get saucy in the Mary Martha podcast. So <laughs> he is here today. We're going to talk about something really special um, today. We are talking about on the run too. Uh, 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 you going too far? No, no, I know. We're going oh, to get the Mary Martha okay, moment. Right, I'm just saying right, why right, here. I'm like, hold on. Um, we're going to talk about on the run too, which if you guys listen to episode 40, it's on the run one. So just to tell you guys, you know, you should probably listen to episode 40 because we're going to be talking a lot about themes that we talked about in that episode. So first and foremost, what is your Mary and Martha moment for the week? And guys, just so we're clear. We're going to have a Lazarus moment as well because we do have a man in the building. So what a Mary and Martha Martha moment is, Mary um, was, Mary and Martha were sisters. Mary, when Jesus got in the room, she sat at his feet. She was so intentionally focused on him. Mm -hmm. Um, Martha was the busy one. She was the one who was getting it done, checking off the list. That's what she was doing, but she let her good works distract her from being in the presence of Jesus. So y'all know what Mary and Martha moment is? Our Lazarus moment is going to be something that may have died this week in your life that you want to or have resurrected so that's what we're going to give you past the battle we're going to start with us so you could think about your lazarus moment mm. so my mary martha moment was this week um i i'm gonna call it a mary moment because i was praying the whole time this week i had the or last week i had the opportunity to testify um in front of the dc council about safe passage which is um the ability to keep kids safe as they go to and yeah, from school i and saw that Thank you. So proud of you. Thank you. So and legislation around um, building an office of, of the Safe Passage. So um, this year in D.C., 130 people between the ages of four and 21 have been victims of crime, assaults, thefts, and robberies during the hours of Safe Passage. Mm. So it that to me, that number is 130. It may sound like not that much, but it's 130 lives. Yeah. Who were affected by this very Sounds issue. Sounds like a lot to me. Uh, yeah. It, it was my Mary moment because I was praying the whole time. It's the first time I have actually written my own testimony. Got Went through drafts, went through edits, and then got to actually say it myself. So normally I write it for other people, and they say it. So I was excited about that. But I really was like, Jesus... Don't let me go up here and start sweating or start popping my lips or start doing something ghetto because mm. I'm on TV. Mm. And the Lord helped me through that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, he very nice. Yes, <laughs> very nice. Did. Yes, he did. Um, so I also had a merry moment uh-uh. this past week. My um, my sister has moved into her house. Oh, yay. And Nakia? Yes. Congratulations. Sister. Mm. Um, and what I really, really love about it is that she did not let you know like you know society tells us like the order in which to do things mm-hmm. um and things not to do just in case you don't scare away a man whatever oh, mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm not a big fan of that and so my sister mm-hmm. um bought a really really great house for a really really great price in an awesome neighborhood she literally never has to move again <laughs> and um i'm excited for marley to run up and down the steps hey um but i'm also excited that it happened to be a weekend that i decided i was not doing anything because i don't know like god was just like you need to sit down and i was like cool god i'll sit down no problem and then she had called me about some issue when she was moving and i was available Mm. to help 
because I had wiped everything off of my calendar. And mm-hmm. I can't remember the last time I didn't have something to do on the weekend, some presentation, somewhere to go, somewhere mm-hmm. to be. But God made it such that I was available to help my sister. And I love that because, you know, my family is my favorite people. Yes. My family is awesome. my favorite. Pastor Matt, what's your Lazarus moment? So, so Asha is here with us, too. You know we were neighbors oh, yeah. with Shakisha. Did you know she lived around the corner from us? She yeah. probably didn't know that. Yeah, I remember. You know we lived on Brightly Drive. No, I didn't know that. Really? We lived around the corner from y'all yes. where y'all lived. Around, yeah, right over in Lanham. I had no idea. I forgot what that development How was How well called. do you and my dad know each other? Oh, yeah. So my your dad uh, was the boss of Pastor Jeff Simmons, mm-hmm. who used to kind of run one of his laundromats yes. in uh, mm-hmm. Suds and Soaps Soaps, soaps yes. in mm-hmm. uh, College Park yes so when we hired Pastor Jeff to be my assistant pastor it was um, your dad was actually paying for him to go to Bible College so that's <laughs> when I met him he said hey Keith how you doing man hey, <laughs> hey man how you doing man hey. you want to know a and fun then, fact my dad's nickname is Keith he wow. doesn't it doesn't well, really, it's Jamaican, so it's Keith. Hey, Keith, hey, yeah. Keith, hey, but he has no middle Keith. name, so we really don't know where Keith came from. Locks here, locks we have no here. idea. That's the best name. So, of in course, the I know him from <laughs> Carolyn Smith as well. Yes, she's uh, the anyway. best. So, uh, Lazarus moment, something was dead. I guess um, I started having shoulder pain recently. So I'm gonna try to speed this up and. Got an MRI and found out I had a partially torn rotator cuff. Mm. Left shoulder. It wakes me up at night. I can't, you know, I have trouble sleeping. So there's certain things and movements that I have not trusted doing in a gym. Mm-hmm. And this week, for the first time, I did a leg raiser where you have to stabilize yourself with your shoulders mm-hmm. and raise your legs up for ab work. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I did it. And I was shocked that my shoulder was stable enough to do it. I haven't had surgery. Oh. So. And I just showed off and did like shoulder was sets. risen. Oh Lord! And then I did did it again a day. Come on, does, Come does on. it hurt? You good? Nah, my sh- my stomach hurts. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's supposed to hurt. Shoulder, <laughs> yeah, my shoulder is good. So yeah, so yeah. Thank God for. Bodily resurrection. That's right. Come out that tomb. You better come out that tomb, Lazarus. He stinketh, mm. but he's coming out. Yeah, yeah. Right wow. Now, he's stinking. Wow. That's yeah. what the Bible said. Yeah. You're so, so when I came out of the gym, I was stinking. <laughs> he's yeah. stinking. Amen. Uh, Asha Battle, do you have a Mary Martha moment for today or this um, week? Yes, I do. I would oh, say okay. that. She ready? Unfortunately. It was a Martha moment. That's okay. I've been doing the most. Just uh, holiday okay. season, mm-hmm. the child's birthday, Carson's turning four. <gasps> Big four. I'm planning a marriage retreat, effective love marriage yeah. retreat. Yeah. Plug, 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 plug. Plug. So, you Want to see you and your booze? Want to see Joe in there? All right. Jason? All right. Yes. So. The, then you, she put up again? a Christmas tree last night, yes. decorated. Oh my God! Oh, you really are doing it. She has cleaned yeah. our house. Oh so, my God! Jeez, Martha, I need to. I need to sit down. <laughs> yes. Reset. I need to, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very grumpy too. When is the effective <laughs> marriage retreat? Let the people know. It's February 14th through the 16th, 2020. Mm-hmm. Valentine's Day weekend at the Intercontinental on the Wharf. Yeah. Nice. So we will put the link in our show notes, this and Thank the Pastor Battles books, so that you guys, if you if you want to purchase mm-hmm. a book or um, come to the Effective Love Retreat. And actually, Pastor Battle, can you tell a little bit about what that entails? Like, what are you doing there? So the Effective Love Retreat is, 
is three days of focusing on your love and your relationship mm-hmm. with your spouse and your marriage and and we really work on this retreat. We have time for pleasure. It's a beautiful setting. The Wharf in Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. Southwest, Gorgeous. is a beautiful place. The Intercontinental is an amazing hotel. Yep. Yeah, um, I haven't stayed there yet. Yeah, so we, we're, we're excited about that. And we're going to work on 18 topics or tools uh, mm. over six sessions. And we're extending things as we were doing workshops for two or three hours. So we said if people are getting a lot of two or three hours, what would we do if we had two or three days? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, yeah. Mm-hmm. we thought Valentine's weekend was a great time to do it. So we're going to be talking about sex and finances and communication and affair repair, how to rebuild trust, mm-hmm. um, how to have fun in your relationship, how mm-hmm. to plan strategically for fun, how to net, uh, how to not let blessings divide you. Mm-hmm. So sometimes a promotion can divide you. Yeah. A baby mm-hmm. can divide you. Yep. A new house mm-hmm. can divide you. Like mm-hmm. things that got grants us and blesses us with ends up taking us like this yeah Yeah. so we want to make couples sensitive to that and do little you know not little but major exercises to help you guys gonna have a live stream for those who are uh freshly mothered or (laughs) when's your baby due uh, the end of January. Wow. So yeah, I yeah. might have to see y'all in twenty twenty one. Freshly, yeah, freshly. Well, I, I can Facebook live it. I'll be in the back. No recording. No recording. Y'all don't have to live stream me. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna catch y'all twenty twenty one. Bring Marley. Well, you yeah, can tell, yeah, you that can is tell. two weeks old. Not on our retreat. Marley, Marley will end up having a little sister who's like me. When my mom went in for her, who's Molly? Marley is my baby. Oh, you already know mm-hmm. the name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you could send some of your estate clients. <laughs> invest in them. Say, yes. you know what? Absolutely. I heard you saying, you know, you wanted to work on your marriage. Yeah. You got a great event for you. Yeah, absolutely. I got you. Yeah. Can, you guys have flyers? Cross promotion. I, I can put it at the law firm, actually. Mm. They love we love the Lord ahead. at the Griffin Farm. Huh. <laughs> we love the Lord. We love Jesus. We do. Okay, so now let's jump to Jesus. So, um, like I said before, this is going to be part two to episode 40 on the run. Today, we're going to talk from Acts 9. Um, and we're going to specifically focus on Acts 9, verse 10 through 18. So, let me set you guys up a little bit. So, Saul was a Pharisee who knew all about the Bible, all about what God said in what's now known as the Old Testament. Um, He studied the law. When he saw the new Christians coming in and when they were so um, amped about this Jesus Christ, he was on a mission to destroy Christianity. He wanted the old way. He's a hater. He was he was a mm-hmm. child. He was a hater. Mm. Um, so he was basically on a mission. And a herder. And a her- right. Mm-hmm. And a herder. He was mm-hmm. threatening, murdering the disciples. Um, and at this time in chapter nine, he went to the high priest and he asked for the synagogues in Damascus so he can bring out the disciples of Jesus, jail them and possibly murder them because that's what he was doing Mm -hmm. Um, and in fact the first mention of Saul is when um, Stephen one of the first deacons was stoned and after Stephen was stoned they placed um, coats or they placed something at Saul's feet just signifying Mm -hmm. that they agreed hey is this is this what you wanted us to do Mm. so a terrible individual yeah he was a terrorist Mm -hmm. yeah yes he was first century terrorist yes absolutely absolutely so Christians and and the the crazy thing was um, Saul ended up being one of the most 
powerful men who wrote a third of the New Testament. Saul is, spoiler alert, Paul. So, yeah. anyway. <laughs> if you didn't know. <laughs> if you didn't know. Now you know. <laughs> Saul is Paul. <laughs> hmm. So, um, where we are in chapter nine, where we're coming from, is right when um, Saul has his Damascus Road experience. And what that means is, um, in, in verses one through nine, um, Saul was going to Damascus to get these Christians. The Lord blinded him and the Lord was speaking to him and he was unable to see. So picking up in verse 10, and this is the Christian standard Bible. There was a disciple in Damascus named Ananias. Ananias. Ananias or Ananias? Ananias. There yeah. we go. Ananias. Ananias. See, we got a pastor in the building. He Fam can tell us what they, what they <laughs> Even though I told you it was Ananias before you I got started. You did. My bad. My bad. My bad. He the expert. I was there I know how to read. He's just a pastor. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Um, there was a disciple in Damascus named Ananias, and the Lord said to him in a vision, Ananias, here I am, Lord, he replied. Get up and go to the street called straight. The Lord said to him to the house of Judas and ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul, since he is praying there in a vision. He has seen a man named Ananias coming in and placing his hands on him so that he may regain his sight. Lord Ananias answered, I have heard from many people about this man, how much harm he has done to your saints in Jerusalem. And he has authority here from the chief priests to arrest all who call on your name. But the Lord said to him, go for this man is my chosen instrument to take my name to Gentiles, kings and Israelites. I will show him how much he must suffer for my name. Verse 17, Ananias went and entered the house. He placed his hand on him and said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road you were traveling has sent me so that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. At once, something like scales fell from his eyes and he regained his sight. Then he got up and was baptized. And after taking some food, he regained his strength. Okay, so we talked a little bit before about Saul. Saul was a murderer of, murderer of Christians who believed in Jesus. Saul was a Pharisee, which meant he was a Jewish leader who was educated in the Bible. I mean, he knew the Bible almost as well as Pastor Battle does. I'm just saying. Almost. Mm -hmm. almost. So almost, almost. Not the New Testament part, but the Old Testament part. Right, right. So Saul was educated in You're both. better than me. <laughs> Saul was educated in both Greek and and Roman culture, as we learn later in the Bible. Um, but he had a serious bone to pick with this new subsection of Christianity. Um, and in Saul's mind, they were perverting the Jewish faith. He thought basically they were a cult and needed to be eradicated. Because Saul believed in the old way. Like these new people, I can't, I can't get with them. I, don't, I can't. Uh, they need to be gone. Mm -hmm. And Ananias was a disciple of Jesus. And in fact, the Bible says in Acts 22 that he was a devout man who had a good reputation with all the Jews. Ananias was used by God to prepare Saul. So remember on the run one when we talked about Jonah? And yep. how, um, how my man's was like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> how? God was like, hey, yo. And then Jonah was like, hey, no. <laughs> like, good. and remember how we talked about the people of Nineveh were a barbaric people who used to do crazy things and behead people like ISIS. Um, so in this particular passage, we have a mirror of the same events in the book of Jonah. And Ananias was scared 
of Saul. And the way we know this is when God told Ananias to go to Saul, Ananias' response was, uh, Lord, you mean the man that's uh, killing your people and the one that has the authority from the government to do this? Ananias questioned God, but his question was more so like, are you, you know, you told me to do this, but like, let's, let's kind of walk through the plan. Because it was a little incredulous. Is, yeah. You know, you read in the Bible you sure? and you like want to slip a word in. So like 13, I wanted it to be like, Lord, Ananias answered incredulously. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I didn't, <laughs> I don't know if, I don't know if I heard you right, God. Let's, let's review the facts. <laughs> let's, let's, let's review the evidence. <laughs> I don't know if you're aware of all of the matters yeah. that we should be discussing <laughs> on this particular person right here. Yeah. Right. But compare him to Jonah, who was who didn't even respond to God. Jonah just like <laughs> Jonah God's like, one facts. <laughs> two, two fingers I'm just up. Gonna roll. I'm just yeah. gonna roll. So yeah. Ananias asked God. Ananias. I'm sorry. Ananias. Come on, get my man's name right. Maybe Ananias. Ana- like, Ananias had a hard job to do. You right, gotta get my, my bad, man's my name. Bad, <laughs> my bad. My bad. Mm-hmm. Um, Ananias asked God a question, and Ananias was a disciple um, of Jesus Christ. Jonah was a prophet. Jonah's whole job was to convey what God was saying to the people. That mm-hmm. was Jonah's job. Jonah refused. He walked off the job. Yeah, he was. He wrote. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like you have this prophet and then you have this disciple. And even though you may be outwardly somebody who knows God, and Ananias was and Ananias. Come on. That's mm-hmm. right. You're doing it. Was, was someone who was in a in a city that was under siege, but then knew God. How are you listening when God tells you what to do, even when you're scared? You know, honestly, I'm probably like Ananias where I'm like, hold on, God. I don't know if I heard you correctly. I just want to go over this with you. If God Mm -hmm. is like, hey, because I've done that before. I Mm -hmm. feel like I can very clearly, I very clearly heard God say something. And I'm like, no, um, but, but wait, hold on. But last week you had said, Mm -hmm. and, and did you realize that my circumstances are currently blah, 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 blah. Like, for example, we have a new giving campaign at church Mm -hmm. and we had to last Sunday was our, we had a, we had a commitment Sunday and a guy was like, Oh, this much. And I was like, "Mm, so God, I don't know. Are you sure? And then I told Joseph and he was like, Oh, this number God gave me. I was like, Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. (laughs) Okay. So we'll do it. But yeah, I've been there. We'll do it. Pastor, have you ever had some situation where God has told you something that you didn't really want to do because you may have been scared what was your um, what? Give us an example, and what was your reaction? I mean, I get that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think the 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 best way of overcoming fear to me mm-hmm. is not trying to psych yourself up and be confident. Mm-hmm. It's love. Mm-hmm. If 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 he if he shared God's love for Saul. Mm-hmm. Then the fear, because the Bible says perfect love cast out fear. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. whenever I'm afraid to do something, That's it's good. because I love me more than I love the people I'm assigned to help. Mm-hmm. It's just that simple. Like, yes. I'm worried about how I'm going to look or how yep. I'm going to be received. Yep. And I can, I panic. Mm-hmm. But if I'm, if I come in love, I have no it's not a I didn't do this for me to start with like yeah. I started this program for y'all I I opened this girl's home up for you all I, I wrote this book I wrote this for you. you're right right mm-hmm. so mm. I didn't I didn't do it to be approved I did it 
I did it because I love you, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So hey, I'm on. I'm here on behalf of God to show you some love. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's to me the greatest way of overcoming fear. Yeah, mm-hmm. I gotta love it. Now, that's that's when you're talking about service. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about not being afraid to jump out of a plane. Right, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right. It's, it's nothing to love. I don't love the sky that much. <laughs> like, but people. Right. Yeah. He's in, in the cases you're talking about. Everybody who's running is scared of people. Mm-hmm. Even Moses said, and Moses quit. Like, what do you do, you God, and your and your staff quits on you, right? Mm. <laughs> it's always about hey, hold people. On. Hold on, something on my equipment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my I love that you said that though, because that is exactly what the scripture did. Like, Ananias was like, "Well, I don't know. I'm a little wary of this guy because this is what I heard he did." Sure. And God was like, "Yeah, but that's my chosen one. So I need yeah. you to go and do." Mm-hmm. So that he can go and do right, and right. God was already speaking to Paul, right? Saul, mm-hmm. look at he says he's already seen a vision of what's going to happen, right? So it's wow, and and the, so y'all got me so psyched. That's is that okay to say psyched? <laughs> yes, about You're from the area. About, I'm so psyched about this passage. I'm just going to study it and preach it because hey, I've never preached from this before, but I see so many like mm-hmm. like so he's blind. But God gives him a vision. Yes. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, and then verse you you talking about the first. He's he hasn't eaten in three days, mm-hmm. according to verse nine. Mm-hmm. Didn't eat, drink, and he's blind. Yep. And then when you get to the end, he gets some food and his and vision back. Mm-hmm. So All there's that. a full restoration. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like I see a lot of stuff in the passage yep. that's just inspiring to me. But it's yep. the love of God. Will catch us at our worst. Like that yeah. was a time when he should have got really judged by God. Mm-hmm. Like you yes. would kill some more of my people. Mm-hmm. And that was the place where God's love came the strongest. Yeah. Like yeah. when we're at our worst, that's when his love is the most powerful. Mm-hmm. When we don't deserve it. And yeah, so Ananias had facts. He had data. Mm-hmm. It's like. God, you, you, like you said, uh, God, hold up. Man, we talking about, <laughs> can I say one more thing? Yeah, oh, no, 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 yes. keep going. I mean, it's y'all show. So, it's okay, watch, we did it to one, you. Watch, yeah, yeah, I'll get y'all back. So, so, so when I see the story and he says, Ananias, right? Mm-hmm. And he's so responsible. Here, here I, I am, Lord. Lord. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm just here. He's I, like, here I'm, I'm up. I'm up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. So, so here I am. But then he says, okay, get up, get up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Go to the street call straight. Sure. Cool, not right. a problem. Right. That ain't no problem. To the house of Judas. Good. I know Judas's cousin. We played uh, right. Peanut together. Right. <laughs> <laughs> then he says, uh, ask for a man from Tarsus. Okay, Tarsus is down by F Street. You know, I know what that is. Named Saul. Mm. Wait a minute. <laughs> He's going to be pr- praying. Right. And I said, what? You mean P-R-E. <laughs> wow. Right. He's had a vision. And the whole, you know, you get up like somebody said, hey, y'all, we can ready to go. And they said, yeah, and y'all stay here with the kids. Like, you get, you got set up and just drop like that. Real fast. And I'm sure he was just sliding down like this, like, oh, no, yeah. God, this Mm-mm. can't be the assignment. Mm-mm. No, not Ty. Yeah. And Lord, just, you know, just so you're clear, that man is not a good person. Right. Like, you know. Like what, God what, didn't know. Hey, right, right. You talk to an omniscient God. 
<laughs> giving him details. Right? Oh, God, Lord, I'm not sure if you're aware. Yeah, right. yeah. I know you're busy. Right, right. <laughs> so sometimes but, you, know, you miss you, things. Right, right. You, right. you, got, you got, you got, you got stuff going on in Israel right now. Right, you, got, you, know. you got the mother Mary, baby Jesus. You, you got, got trees growing. You got sparrows. Yeah. You make, you make people in like, the hood calling you got on fig you. Trees looking at right. you. Like, like, like Lord, people told me right. that He is here for this. Yeah, right. And you want me to go to right. Him? Yeah. And the 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 great thing is in verse twelve, Jesus or God tells. Ananias, hey, Saul has a vision about you. Yeah. 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 I'm preparing Saul for you. Yeah, that's so good. So you shouldn't not be anybody afraid. Else. Yep. Uh, not anybody else. Mm-hmm. And Ananias is such a unique name that he knows you. <laughs> yes. So unique. You, you wasn't even saying <laughs> it right. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but like he knows you're coming. I'm setting you up for him. And then Ananias still had questions. And I, the questions aren't a bad thing. It's it's I would rather ask God questions and have mm-hmm. God respond than be like, absolutely I don't want to do it by. Like and, Jonah. Like Jonah. Yeah. And this is what I love about God. <laughs> He's so bomb. I love God because if I was in the position God was in, and so I see more about mm-hmm. what the full vision is. Right. And I tell one of my soldiers yeah. to go get the soldiering on. Yes. And he's like, yeah, but I don't know if you know. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, minute play, wait a minute, play. Talking back to me. <laughs> you, you, you think I don't know that. what you think I didn't analyze all this? Right. And God is like, well, oh, just go. I said he's my chosen one. Right. Yeah. Just, right. just get to getting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, Ananias was smart. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, okay. Oh, you're not playing. Okay, let me go. Well, and verse seventeen. Ananias went. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing that happened was Ananias he, was like, okay. He went and, and God told him in I'm verse on the 15. Run, the right way though. I'm on run to the, the where my destiny <laughs> mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Um, God's response in verse 15 really lays out the reason why the whole Damascus Road experience for Saul was so significant. Yeah. And that was God saying, go for this man is my chosen instrument to take my name to Gentiles, kings and Israelites. Mm-hmm. I will show him how much he must suffer in, for my name paul suffered mm. for christ yes, all throughout the new testament yes, and this was just the first point of him suffering being blind for three days and mm-hmm. when ananias knew how serious um his charge was from god he went like there was no more questions there was no more oh I, like no okay cool i'm going to basically pray for the person who was about to be the the first best biggest modest or modest crunkest modern mm-hmm. <laughs> mission right. for the time missionary like mm-hmm. he's going to go bless it's kind of like if you know let's say that um god brought pastor battle you mm-hmm. to an early thomas dexter jakes when he was 22 mm-hmm. in West Virginia. And God was like, all right, go out to West Virginia. And I want you to speak to this 22-year-old about Jesus. Not saying that T.D. persecuted the church, but let's just mm-hmm. go with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from that point on, you were the person to help pray for and bring that person, that mm-hmm. this major figure mm-hmm. in the gospel to, to into the faith. Mm-hmm. That's what Paul was for, kind of breaking it down for our, our listeners. That's what Saul now, Paul was in the faith. He was just this gigantic figure and Ananias was used. And in fact, Paul talked about Ananias throughout Acts about how great Ananias was, because that's the person who brought him really to the Lord. Mm-hmm. So we cannot miss the moments when God is using us as little God. Jesus with skin on. 
God mm-hmm. uses people yes. to really Amen. make his purpose known. So Ananias was allowing himself to be used. Ananias. And we got you. Yeah, can he say we it's cool. It's we cool. We, we look at the Esquire over here. Thank what you. What do they just call it, you? Squire it. instead of Esquire. Squire. Yeah. Yeah. Squire is like a it's Now like get Ananias. You don't get Esquire. Come on. Anna. Squire. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to call him Ananias. Ananias. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, okay, okay. So Ananias didn't let his fear stop his obedience. Um, and so, as we said, and on the run, one now, mm-hmm. um, obedience is always tied to something bigger, right? Mm-hmm. And the kind of ministry that Saul slash Paul brought to the world mm-hmm. was so much bigger than the fear that Ananias had when he got the direction from God. Absolutely, mm-hmm. and. Yep. Go ahead. No, go ahead. So, so in verse fifteen, right? So I see in verse sixteen, uh, what I would call a future future. Mm. I will show you. I will show him how much he must suffer. That's. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show him something. I will show him. Mm-hmm. Right. What he's going to suffer is going to be in the future, and I'm going to tell him what's coming in the future. Mm-hmm. But look at verse fifteen. Verse fifteen is now future. Mm-hmm. The Lord said to him, mm-hmm. "Go for this man is." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait. Didn't you just say he was just, they just threw coats at his feet at a murder scene? Mm-hmm. So if there's anything he is right now mm. is a murderer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What he's surely not is a chosen servant that will make the name of Jesus great. Mm-hmm. But that's what God called him now. Right. Mm-hmm. God can call you now what you're not. Ah. Because thank the God Bible that. says, and we thank God that, for that. We know we the Bible says we can speak those things that are that are not as though they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, God just did that right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God can call you now what you're not because He knows what you will be. Mm-hmm. And He says He's my servant now. Mm-hmm. He's going to do this for me now. He's going to suffer, but now I call Him. He didn't say, mm-hmm. "Oh, go get Him," because He He going to be my servant. He going right. to be on my team. Like He's calling that person now. Mm-hmm. So. You know, when God called me into the ministry, I was out there. I was in in the world, and I read a sermon to my mother. I had written a sermon. I wasn't even in church, really. I wrote a sermon, and I read it to my mother. The whole time I had my head down, I read it to my mother. When I got to the end, I said, amen. I thought she would be there in tears, like, oh, God, he called. (laughs) When I I turned my last piece of paper, she said, she just looked at me and said, the devil gave you that. (laughs) And the reason why she said it is because she was looking at my lifestyle. Yeah. She was like, if anybody supernatural is talking to you, it's got to be Satan. Mm-hmm. She ended up being my biggest fan. Mm-hmm. But but what I'm saying is God was calling me even though I wasn't. Mm-hmm. He was calling me now what I was not. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And I'm saying yeah. somebody may be listening and you sense something that doesn't line up with where you are. Right. Mm-hmm. You might be living in something. You might be doing something. And the the thing you're doing has death all around it. Mm -hmm. But you know there's an assignment. The Mm -hmm. the assignment has life on it. Yes. How do you call a man that should be locked up? Like if if y'all were in this passage, Mm. y'all's job would be to prosecute, Mm -hmm. not to assign ministry tasks right mm. that's what i love about mm. it i also i also Bible. love what god called saul even though ananias called him something different yeah so he doesn't just call us like as he sees us but he also does it specifically in the context when other people mm. are calling us what they see and right. god is like don't listen to what other people are calling you right listen to what i'm calling you right and this you know what's deep about that shakisha Nobody's lying. 
Right. Because what Ananias right. called him is true. That's right. That's facts. Right. But what God called him is faith and factual, right? It's yes. like both things are true. Yeah, yeah he yeah. is all you said. Yep, mm-hmm. he's doing that. Yeah, he's got the authority right. behind no, him. Like, right. he did kill you know, because you know, we try to act when people <laughs> talk about how we used to be or what we did. We try to act like it ain't all. Most, uh, it may all not be true. Mm-hmm. But anybody say something I did is probably true too. But that doesn't <laughs> nullify what God says. Right. Yep. Right. He says this. And he's not in agreement with what the world says about you. Mm. And I love about God, he'll pick people that we wouldn't want to be identified with. Mm -hmm. Like, we're so concerned about our reputation. Like, nah, man, I don't roll with them. I don't mess with them, right? Like that. God messes with people Mm -hmm. that are a mess. Mm -hmm. Right, because they can relate. They have that experience, like we talked about in the Keith Battle Podcast. They have uh, to me, Thanks for the me. plug. Keep Battle Podcast. Where can you hear that on Spotify? <laughs> <laughs> so, so even if you don't feel as qualified as others, so we said Ananias was a disciple. Um, he wasn't a prophet. He wasn't a priest. He mm. was just an, an a disciple who was living in the town of Damascus as Saul was coming in to read. Mm. Um, so, but even if you don't feel as qualified as others, what do you have that's in demand? What and Ananias had that was in demand was Ananias had a, a heart for God and a heart where he was so in tune to God that when God said Ananias, he knew exactly who it was, mm-hmm. that when God told him to do something, he did have questions, which is fair. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, Ananias went. Mm-hmm. So what is God telling you to do? And if that thing scares you, you cannot let your fear stop your obedience. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Good. Fear, faith, and, obedience. What did he call him in verse 17? His first words to Saul. Brother. Were, Ooh, jeez. Yeah. Brother he Saul. He did. Uh-huh. Watch, that stuck out when you read word. that. I was like, oh, oh. Watch his first oh, words uh-huh. in verse 13. He called him that man. Mm-hmm. I've heard about that man. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So sometimes mm-hmm. God may call us to call somebody what, what he wants us to call them in the spirit, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. is mm-hmm. that a... To be able to call somebody, hey, sister mm-hmm. or brother, because mm-hmm. that's the last thing we want to put in front of somebody's name who we don't mess with. Yep. Yep. To say, hi, sister. Mm-hmm. That's an endearing term. So God had dealt with his heart, too, mm-hmm. about how he would address this man. Absolutely. Because unlike Jonah. Mm-hmm. Jonah ain't want to call nobody nothing. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Even when Jonah ended up preaching to them people, he preached with an attitude the whole time. Was, and they still got saved. He was mad that they got saved. He told God, how dare you? I knew you were going to do this. I told you. That's why I yeah, ran. It's like, it's like this is God tell you to go you share the gospel of Jesus Christ. You say, you just go in a place. You're like, mm-hmm. you know, God so loved the world. He gave his only mouth. You know, Jesus, for real, right? All right, cool. Oh, yeah. And somebody was right. like, yes, Jesus. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know what I love about this too? This is, is the longest episode of Mary Martha podcast too, but it's okay. Well, go ahead. Uh, we did it to him. He's doing it to us. But yeah. right here when he called him Brother Saul, when he gave him that godly love, mm-hmm. at once he regained his sight. Mm-hmm. It's like, and this is what we've been talking about mm-hmm. with this whole yep. on the run thing mm-hmm. is like obedience is tied to something bigger. Yep. And obedience doesn't have to be like a big obedience sort of thing it can be like a really something that seems really small and for people who yeah. like us who are lawyers um words matter mm-hmm. language matters yeah and mm-hmm. the language in verse 17 showed ananias's change of heart from verse 13 yeah and because ananias changed his heart and operated according to godly love it then changed saul 
Yeah. yeah. Like at once. Some yeah. and you don't always get the privilege of seeing mm-hmm. the result of your obedience mm-hmm. at once. But mm-hmm. here Ananias got to see that. Right. Wow. Right. Right. You know, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, y'all. I, I'm, I'm going to do to y'all what y'all did to me. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. We deserve you it. Go back, you go back to verse eight. <laughs> mm-hmm. His eyes were. So at one point, his eyes were must have been closed or mm-hmm. shut. But even in verse eight, it says his eyes were open, but he couldn't see anything. Mm-hmm. Right. So he was blind and he had his eyes wide open. Mm-hmm. But then verse 18 says scales fell off of him. Mm. Like after you heard the love that yeah. came from God, yeah. mm-hmm. right? So, so there is something. There's a passage in Second Corinthians four that talks about how he is, he has Satan has blinded the mind of those who believe not, mm-hmm. and God has shown his light. Like there's a place in a spiritual conversion where we see what we never saw. Like yes. God gives us insight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some people call it revelation or mm-hmm. illumination. Mm-hmm. What a what a beautiful thing that is when you just wow I'm I got he got a vision mm-hmm. that's where I'm tracking with this thing about his eyes is so important mm-hmm. right they play such a powerful role in this because he lost his vision mm-hmm. yep with his eyes open he couldn't see right. yeah but he got a vision mm-hmm. right he so had a vision mm-hmm. he uh-huh. saw not he saw mm-hmm. Ananias coming mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. how you gonna see if you can't you see right. how you gonna see if that's you can't see that's uh-huh. why you're a pastor uh-huh. right how you gonna see if you can't see <laughs> then but you couldn't see you you could see something supernatural God yes. lets you see yeah. but then he yeah. says it's something else I need you to see but it's something on your eyes those scales Mm-hmm. I would do a study on the scales. What do those mm-hmm. scales represent? What mm-hmm. has to come off of our eyes? Mm-hmm. Because he is now going to help people he used to try to kill. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And just like the people didn't want to go to him because of how he treated them, now he's going to actually be on siding with people, mm-hmm. which makes him a target of the other people that want to kill him. So he had to be able to see differently. Right. Like, right. And what, what, what did he let you, all of us see? Like that... Now we serve because of what he let us see. Because mm-hmm. after he got his sight, mm-hmm. he got baptized. Yep. He ate, he got his strength back, but he went to work. Yep. He was preaching right. in, so. in the synagogue. And you know, the other thing uh, before we close yes. is that when Saul got his vision back and kind of got his commission of what he was going to do, his name was still Saul. Mm. His name ain't, his name didn't change mm-hmm. right away. Mm-hmm. He was still that same Saul and that same Saul was going into the temples and preaching and people were like, oh, no, no, no. He's about to come in and kill us. Like get him. So he kept in the rest of ver- uh, chapter nine, he kept having to escape. So in verse 25, he had to escape through um, through a large basket through the wall. In verse 30, he had to escape and the disciples took him to Caesarea and mm. sent him off to Tarsus. Like He was in this constant. You no, know that's it. Remember the word escape. Oh, es- oh, es- oh my gosh. Ekbasis. 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 It's E-K-basis. Oh, it's so full circle. Basis. Ekbasis. Ekbasis. He needed ekbasis. Yes. Ananias. Ekbasis. Ekbasis. That's going to be the name of one of our episodes. Yeah, ekbasis. 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 I got a list. A way out. Leave me alone. That's not the issue here. It's not the issue here. So his name was still Saul. That's what you were saying. Isn't that powerful? Because he did. if his name had changed, nobody would have known the power of the conversion. So don't be so quick to try to not identify with who you were. Like, People need to mm. see. Oh, that's, that's good. That's go go Christine. That's go go Tina from Fairmont. And I was dancing on tables. Yeah, right. but you know, what the but people need said. to know. People need right? Because right. what if you change because your name your to Philopolis? Did yeah. you say that? Yeah. Philopolis. Yeah. Philopolis. Your misery 
Mm-hmm. It's connected to your ministry. Absolutely. Yes. And like back then they have social media. So one like they would know who he is. Right. Like it's not like yeah. I, I know who Keish, I, I know who Kim Kardashian is. She walked into the room. Even though I've never seen her before. But back then had his name changed then maybe they would not have Absolutely. known. This is that song. Yeah. Look at what God did for him. Oh my God. Just the same person. Yeah. So sorry Asha. We were going in another direction at first but then we, <laughs> we ended up on a tangent. But mm-hmm. it's good because the word is very it's, it's so funny because the Bible is so interesting and that's one thing that we always want to like run home with you guys is that the you always find something new when you're intentionally looking at the Bible and intentionally finding threads in scripture. So when you guys are thinking about running from your purpose or running from something God told you to do, remember obedience is better than uh, regret and not being obedient. Amen. So all right, so Pastor Battle, at the end of every episode, <laughs> we do something called the Power Prayer. That's right. Mm. So we're going to ask the you power to, prayer. yes, yes. So we're going to ask you to um, give us a something power inspired prayer. by what we talked about today, mm-hmm. and something that you want to people to take with them into the next week. I want to experience the power again. prayer. I don't want to do it. I want to experience. We, you it. did in the York podcast. So yeah, go ahead you and you let us pray. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, so. so just pray. <laughs> yeah, just pray about something. Just what, what's on your heart? Talk to the Lord. What's on my heart? All right. Father, thank you for, so much for this time. Thank you for your word. It's still a lamp unto our feet. It's a light unto our path. And the scriptures say at the entrance of your entrance of your word, we get light. Thank you for Ananias. Thank you for Saul. Thank you for, for who you are, God, and how you work mightily in this story and how we see ourselves in this story and see uh, how you have reached us and how you have loved us at our worst. Mm. Thank you so much for that. And we pray that whatever it is that we learn today or we're enlightened by or reminded of that it will encourage us. Um, it will sustain us and it will strengthen us. Thank you, Lord. May your word be like food mm. for just as Paul or Saul at the time ate, having not eaten in a few days, Um, May this word nourish us. May we go in the strength of this word. Thank you for this podcast. Thank you for the Mary and Martha podcast. Thank you for Shakisha and Christina. Cover them, protect them, bless them, bless the men who they have been given to love, their families, their futures, their finances, their faith, their friendships, and every other F word we can think of. (laughs) Bless everything in their life. We thank you for Asha. Yes. What a gift yes. she is and her skills and her ability to help make these things possible. And we pray for her mm-hmm. and her faith and her precious child and and her mm-hmm. great, amazing father. <laughs> uh, we pray for her <laughs> mom and everything concerning her, Lord. Um, make, I, I wanted to say make our dreams come true, but Lord, better, it would be better to say, make your dream come true yes. in our lives. Yes, God. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Okay, right. ladies. Thank you, or gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Mary and Martha podcast. Remember, we all have a part to play in the kingdom of God. So like the woman in Mark 14, 8, do, do what, what you can. can. See you next week. Thank you, Pastor Battle, for being on our episode. Hey,